Chapter Twelve of the Scalp Hunters. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Dion Gines, Salt Lake City, Utah. The Scalp Hunters by Thomas Maine Reed. Chapter Twelve. Zoe. I lay tracing the figures upon the curtains. They were scenes of the olden time: mailed knights, helmed and mounted dashing at each other with couched lances or tumbling from their horses pierced by the spear other scenes there were noble dames sitting on flemish palfreys and watching the flight of the merlin hawk there were pages in waiting and dogs of curious and extinct breeds held in the leash perhaps these never existed except in the dreams of some old-fashioned artist but my eye followed their strange shapes with a sort of half idiotic wonder metallic rods upheld the curtains rods that shone brightly and curved upwards forming a canopy my eyes ran along these rods scanning their configuration and admiring as a child admires the regularity of their curves i was not in my own land these things were strange to me yet thought i i have seen something like them before but where oh this i know with its broad stripes and silken texture it is a Navajo blanket. Where was I last? In New Mexico? Yes, now I remember. The Hornada. But how came I? Can I untwist this? It is close woven. It is wool, fine wool. No, I cannot separate a thread from... My fingers, how white and thin they are, and my nails blue and long as the talons of a bird. I have a beard. I fill it on my chin. What gave me a beard? I never wear it. I will shave it off. Ha! My moustache! I was wearied and slept again. Once more my eyes were tracing the figures upon the curtains, the knights and dames, the hounds, hawks, and horses. But my brain had become clearer, and music was flowing into it. I lay silent and listened. The voice was a female's. It was soft and finely modulated. Someone played upon a stringed instrument. I recognized the tones of the Spanish harp but the song was French, a song of Normandy, and the words were in the language of that romantic land. I wondered at this, for my consciousness of late events was returning, and I knew that I was far from France. The light was streaming over my couch, and, turning my face to the front, I saw that the curtains were drawn aside. I was in a large room, oddly but elegantly furnished. Human figures were before me, seated and standing after looking steadily for a while my vision became more distinct and reliable and i saw that there were but three persons in the room a man and two females i remained silent not certain but that the scene before me was only some new phase of my dream my eyes wandered from one of the living figures to another without attracting the attention of any of them they were all in different attitudes and occupied differently nearest me was a woman of middle age seated upon a low ottoman the harp i had heard was before her and she continued to play she must have been i thought when young a woman of extreme beauty she was still beautiful in a certain sense the noble features were there though i could perceive that they had been scathed by more than ordinary suffering of the mind she was a frenchwoman an ethnologist could have told that at a glance those lines the characteristics of her highly gifted race were easily traceable i thought there was a time when that face had witched many a heart with its smiles there were no smiles on it now but a deep yet intellectual expression of melancholy 
this i perceived too in her voice in her song in every note that vibrated from the strings of the instrument my eye wandered farther a man of more than middle age stood by the table near the centre of the room his face was turned towards me and his nationality was as easily determined as that of the lady the high florid cheeks the broad front the prominent chin the small green cap with its long peak and conical crown the blue spectacles were all characteristics he was a german his occupation was also characteristic of his nationality before him were strewed over the table and upon the floor the objects of his study plants and shrubs of various species he was busy with these classifying and carefully laying them out between the leaves of his portfolio it was evident that the old man was a botanist a glance to the right and the naturalist and his labors were no longer regarded i was looking upon the loveliest object that ever came before my eyes and my heart bounded within me as i strained forward in the intensity of its admiration yet it was not a woman that held my gaze captive but a child a girl a maid standing upon the threshold of womanhood ready to cross it at the first summons of love my eyes delighted revelled along the graceful curves that outlined the beautiful being before me i thought i had seen the face somewhere i had but a moment before while looking upon that of the elder lady they were the same face using a figure of speech the type transmitted from mother to daughter the same high front and facial angle the same outline of the nose straight as a ray of light with the delicate spiral-like curve of the nostril which meets you in the greek medallion their hair too was alike in color golden though in that of the mother the gold showed an enamel of silver i will desist and spare details which to you may be of little interest in return do me the favor to believe that the being who impressed me then and forever was beautiful was lovely ah it would be very much kindness if madame and mademoiselle would play la marseille la grande marseille what say mean lieb fraulein zoe zoe take thy bandolin yes doctor we will play it for you with pleasure you like the music so do we come zoe the young girl who up to this time had been watching intently the labors of the naturalist glided to a remote corner of the room and taking up an instrument resembling the guitar returned and seated herself by her mother the bandolin was soon placed in concert with the harp and the strings of both vibrated to the thrilling notes of the marseilles there was something exceedingly graceful in the performance the instrumentation as i thought was perfect and the voices of the players accompanied it in a sweet and spirited harmony as i gazed upon the girl zoe her features animated by the thrilling thoughts of the anthem her whole countenance radiant with light she seemed some immortal being a young goddess of liberty calling her children to arms the botanist had desisted from his labors and stood listening with delighted attention at each return of the thrilling invocation the old man snapped his fingers and beat the floor with his feet marking the time of the music he was filled with the same spirit which at that time all over europe was gathering to its crisis where am i french faces french music french voices and the conversation in french for the botanist addressed the females in that language though with a strong rhenish patois that confirmed my first impressions of his nationality where am i my eye ran around the room in search of an answer 
i could recognize the furniture the cross-legged campeche chairs a rebozo the palm-leaf petate ha alp the dog lay stretched along the mattress near my couch and sleeping alp alp oh mamma mamma écoutez the stranger calls the dog sprang to his feet and throwing his forepaws upon the bed stretched his nose towards me with a joyous whimpering i reached out my hand and patted him at the same time giving utterance to some expressions of endearment oh mamma mamma he knows him voila the lady rose hastily and approached the bed the german seized me by the wrist pushing back the saint bernard which was bounding to spring upward mandu he is well his eyes doctor how changed ya ya much better ver much better hush away dog keep away mine goot dog who where tell me where am i who are you do not fear we are friends you have been ill yes yes we are friends you have been ill sir do not fear us we will watch you this is the good doctor this is mamma and i am an angel from heaven beautiful zoe the child looked at me with an expression of wonder and blushed as she said here mamma he knows my name it was the first compliment she had ever received from the lips of love it is good madame he is very much relieved he very soon get over now keep away mein gut alp your master he get well gut dog down perhaps doctor we should leave him the noise no no if you please stay with me the music will you play again yes the music is ver gut ver gut for te pain oh mamma let us play then both mother and daughter took up their instruments and again commenced playing i listened to the sweet strains watching the fair musicians a long while my eyes at length became heavy and the realities before me changed into the soft outlines of a dream my dream was broken by the abrupt cessation of the music i thought i heard through my sleep the opening of a door when i looked to the spot lately occupied by the musicians i saw that they were gone the bandolin had been thrown down upon the ottoman where it lay but she was not there i could not from my position see the whole of the apartment but i knew that some one had entered at the outer door i heard expressions of welcome and endearment a rustling of dresses the words papa my little zoe the latter uttered in the voice of a man then followed some explanations in a lower tone which i could not hear a few minutes elapsed and i lay silent and listening presently there were footsteps in the hall a boot with its jingling rowels struck upon the tiled floor the footsteps entered the room and approached the bed i started as i looked up the scalp hunter was before me End of chapter twelve